This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Additional terms and conditions apply. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Stacy, both of us encourage home cooks to make homemade stock whenever possible since there's nothing quite like its deep, soul-nourishing taste. At the same time, we both know that it's not always realistic to do so. You can say that again, which is why we always have store-bought broth in our pantries. You cannot beat the convenience. But I've got exciting news. Thanks to Zoop Good, really good broth, there's a way to have convenience and that simmered all-day taste. Zoop Good, really good broth is a premium line of broth that makes it easy to add rich homemade taste to even the quickest weeknight meals. It's a flavor-forward alternative to many of the packaged broths you find in the supermarket. That's so true. We've both done taste tests for work and can promise. Zoop Good Really Good Broth is a collection of best-in-class, small-batch broths so delicious they're good enough to drink. And everyone is kettle-cooked in small batches, as well as paleo-friendly and completely free of artificial ingredients, preservatives, hormones, gluten, GMOs, fat, trans fat, and saturated fat. Woo! Their lineup includes a range of chicken, veggie, and beef broths, bone broths, and a brand new seafood broth and a spicy chicken bone broth that I cannot stop sipping on for a quick mama lunch. Visit zoopbroth.com or at zoopgoodreallygood on Instagram for recipe ideas. Zoop Good Really Good Broth can be found at many retailers across the country, such as Walmart, Sprouts, and Kroger, plus online at walmart.com and zoopbroth.com. Or order from Amazon and be sure to use Feed You Zoop 2, that's the number two, to get 20% off your order. Sauces can be used similar to dips. Oftentimes, you can take a sauce and just, you know, not thin it out quite so much, and you end up with a dip instead. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Before we get into it, don't forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with an extra minute, leave us a rating and a review, too. We love the ratings, and they also help other busy home cooks find us. 
so that they too can learn about turning dip into legit family dinner. Do, 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 do. Okay. <laughs> I'm very excited for this, even though at first I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Only because we did an episode on how to turn hummus into a legit family dinner. Okay. So I think that's still a good listen. Although I'm sure we're going to also repeat some of the tips because they're going to be relevant. But it just seemed like, you know, what? Like March Madness. Hi. Are we watching sports? Like, what are we doing here? Are we eating dips for dinner? I think we should be. I think we should be. I think dip is really fun. I think we're hitting that like cooking at home wall still, even as things are slowly opening back up and kids are back to school and all that stuff. Like I need some fun family dinners and dip is a really easy way to do that. I think I don't care about March Madness. I literally have (laughs) no idea. What the hell is going on with it? I have to tell you that I only I know very little about it, but recently someone on the Duke either team or coaching staff, I don't know. I think it was a a team player tested positive for COVID and they've been so strict. Those guys were so disappointed apparently because they were even like commuting to their games. Like they weren't allowed yeah. to stay in hotels and the se- their season shut down. So once Duke was out, pretty much my invested family members were out too. <laughs> so I don't really know. Yes. But I also think going into spring and summer, especially in a year where we have been cooped up at home, it's dips make a great warm weather meal too that's easy because you can prep them ahead. You can use store-bought. It just like comes together quickly. It feels more casual. It feels more fun. And I think we're all going to be really excited to be out in the playground or in the park, get that fresh air, and then come home and be able to whip up a very fun, simple, but filling, delicious dinner. And I think there are ways to make dip nutritious. Yes. Not that that has to be the case for it to be a legit dinner, but I know that is something that weighs on some people's minds. And they're like, "Mm, is it really dinner? Yeah, I'm more inclined to eat veggies when they're like covered in buffalo chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, of course, the kids are going to be too. And it's funny, you you went to hummus. You're like, oh, the hummus episode is the one that we're going to repeat a lot. But for me, I feel like dip turning dip into dinner is also like a snack board strategy too so i think of our like cheese board and snack platter episodes yes totally so i do think there's like a little bit of crossover you can go and check out those episodes but i think that there's some tips and tricks in here that will be new and feel fresh especially for what you know the the world we're living in right now so i need to know How often do you really serve dips for dinner, Bellis? Well, you know, it's funny because I really don't serve them that often for dinner. Besides like chips and salsa with lots of fixings and other things, chips and salsa are a really great way to serve leftover. A lot of the Tex-Mex food that I cook at home is done in a big batch. I'm thinking about like taco meat or a big pork butt or pork shoulder that I've put in the Instant Pot, right? So like the first time we may have it and it's like tacos and it's or a burrito bowl. And the second time, there may not be quite as much to make that, but putting that out with chips and salsa and cubed avocado and some veggies is something that I do. Definitely do it with hummus. But 
in thinking about this episode, why aren't I doing this all the time, at least once a week? So where I would like to start is before we get into brainstorming recipes, how do we make sure that the way we're serving dip makes it filling, fairly nutritionally balanced, at least in some cases? Like, how do we serve dip so that it actually feels like a meal? Yeah. I mean, again, that's where I would be like, it's, think about how you make a snack board into a meal. It's not just Like you're saying, not just serving the salsa with chips and calling it. It's like putting out the salsa, putting out a protein. Maybe you have some beans that are snacky, whether it's, you know, chickpeas that you crisp in the oven or something like a bada bean, crispy broad bean. And then also like fruits and veggies, particularly veggies that are good to dip. So mostly raw veggies. At least in my house, I don't serve a lot of like cooked veggies alongside dips. And then thinking about your other like carby dippy dippies, carby dippies. (laughs) I love that, carby dippies. I'm going to go with that. And like can you choose something that maybe has a little bit more fiber in it? Maybe that's like a whole wheat choice. You know, tortilla chips are actually really great nutritionally, especially if you're getting something that's like an actual corn tortilla chip. And also maybe I know you have a spot near you that you love to get like handmade corn tortillas and you could totally fry those and make tortilla chips. Totally. Or bake them and make tortilla chips or warmed corn tortillas with salsas is great. It doesn't have to be crispy chip. But yeah, I've been thinking a lot about what to serve with dips. And I think getting creative about what you put out is a part of it. Quick flatbreads. There are some really easy flatbread recipes where literally you mix the dough. Some don't have yeast, don't require rising time. And then you cook them in the pan and they just poof up. And it's like a nice thick flatbread that feels a little bit more dinnery. You can pile the dip and some veggies on top of it, or it can go on the side using crusty loaves, maybe, you know, sourdough that you're making. If you're still doing that, I'm so proud of you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or getting something from the bakery, you know, our grocery delivery service in New York, Fresh Direct, they have these par-baked sourdough loaves that you can get in a two-pack that are really affordable. I keep them in the freezer and then I'm always 20 minutes away from having a nice crusty loaf of bread. Yeah. Biscuits. Hello? Biscuits? Whipping up biscuits? I was going to go a different direction and be like pita chips, like even taking leftover pita and sort of toasting it in the oven or bagel chips. But yeah, biscuits are an awesome vehicle for dips of all kinds. Yes. And so, you know, go for heftier breads. It's dinner time. You know, maybe since the dip is so easy, if you're using a store-bought version, you can put some time into making some quick homemade flatbread, you know, that takes 30 or 40 minutes. It really depends on what your goal is and how you're using this dip as dinner. But, you know, some ham, pimento dip, and biscuits? Are you kidding? With some, like, crudité vegetables that you just quickly cut up? Delicious. Yes. Okay, but can we talk about... The dips themselves, because I think that's another opportunity to add some heft, some nutritional value. I'm going to be assuming here and think, oh, Billis is going to put either full-fat Greek yogurt in her dips (laughs) or sautéed spinach. But maybe you have some other thoughts, too. Yeah. 
Yes. So bean dips are fantastic. Adding meat to dips. You know, this is a page out of my love for Middle Eastern food. Ground lamb, ground turkey, ground beef, spicing it up, and then putting that on top of a bean dip. Nuts are used in different dips, like walnuts are used in dips. I've seen cashews used in dips. So, you know, there are lots of ways that you can bulk up your dip. We're not just talking about salsa or just like a sour cream-based dip necessarily. Cheese is another protein. Cream cheese has protein in it. So there are ways to make hearty dips that have a nutritional heft, like you said. Oh, like a curried peanut dip is something I made fairly recently that was delicious. And actually, I served it with very simply cooked chicken and roasted sweet potatoes that I had prepped ahead of time. So, you know, yes, bread and carbs are a vehicle that we all know and love. Here, here. But dips can be served alongside a chicken breast that you literally just do salt and pepper and skillet cook really quickly. And that makes it much more interesting. A great reference would be our sauces episode because sauces can be used similar to dips. Oftentimes you can take a sauce and just, you know, not thin it out quite so much and you end up with a dip instead. Yes. And you talking about all the different varieties of dips makes me think, Yes, you can make one dip. Let's say you make like a buffalo chicken dip, which I have a recipe for on Kitchen. And obviously we'll talk about when we get to recipes. And that's like the centerpiece. That can be a great dinner, filling it out with all those like things to serve it with. But also, if you don't really have enough chicken to make a full batch of buffalo chicken dip, you could make a small batch of that and then also serve like veggie cream cheese or spinach dip on the side. And maybe you actually make a dinner out of two or three or four dips where you're offering lots of variety in flavor and also nutrition too. I love that. You know, it's the same thing with things like falafel fritters in the spring. I love making zucchini fritters. And sometimes I'm like... Like, I want this to be dinner, but it's not quite enough. But to make zucchini fritters and roast a chicken or do something else, like, then it starts to feel like too much cooking for a weekday. So, you know, making fritters and then having hummus or, you know, something like that on the side gives it more, makes it more filling. I love how you're talking about fritters, which even though they're like a little bit pan fried, they're very nutritionally sound. And somehow my mind went to the frozen food smorgasbord that we did for New Year's yes, Eve. Yes. And thinking like, oh, I could heat up like frozen chicken wings, which my family's really been into chicken wings lately, and maybe make a bag of tater tots and then fill out the rest of dinner with like some hummus or veggie cream cheese and lots of raw veggies. And that would actually make it easy on me and make it more nutritionally sound. Plus, ha- plus be fun because you're serving frozen food. Yeah, hello. Yes. So good. Okay, so should we talk about actual recipes? Yeah. I have one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure I have a few more. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll be able to riff. We always do. We always do. Okay, so shout out to my buffalo, easy buffalo chicken dip on kitchen. We'll link to it. uh, We serve it in a skillet. 
It's really easy to serve with lots of like chopped veggies and bread and all of that stuff. And then I'm also thinking about another recipe on Kitchen, which comes from Grace Elkis, and is really good when you're ready to start grilling this spring because it's a two-ingredient flatbread. It uses self-rising flour and yogurt to make the flatbread. You cook the flatbread on the grill, although you can do it in a, on a sheet pan in the oven. And then everything that goes with it is like hummus and yogurt and chopped Yum. veggies and olives and feta. So you can serve it sort of dip style or you can make sort of these like Mediterranean flatbread pizzas with it too. I love that. Or even just like bowls. Again, like yes. don't be afraid to top dips, like load them up, put it at the bottom of the bowl and then get a rotisserie chicken and shred it up and like a uh, chopped cucumber tomato salad that you literally just dress with a little olive oil and white vinegar and throw it on top and then serve it with pita bread or chips. It's delicious. Yeah. So what other recipes do you have on your dip list, Billis? I make, and it's actually perfect if you really are into March Madness, we're going to have to share the recipe. It's a white chicken chili dip Mm, from Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. That is so delicious and heavenly. And you can make it with rotisserie chicken and some canned white beans. Or if you poach chicken or have leftover roast chicken or leftover pulled chicken of any kind, you can use in it. So I also, from Make It Easy, have a very quick and easy refried black bean recipe that I'm very proud of. It also was one of the more popular recipes from that book, which is funny because it just seems like it's a no-brainer. But you get tons of flavor through a very quick method. And you can water that down, you know, with just a little bit of broth. And that becomes a really beautiful black bean dip. Mm. Thinking about Mexican food, you know, or Tex-Mex food, using corn, like a have seen Mexican street corn style dips. Or like just like a Southwest style, like open a few cans of beans, open some, you know, or defrost some corn, cilantro, lime juice, and you have a nice like salad style dip as opposed to a creamy dip. Yes. We call that Dixie caviar, which actually I think might be a problematic name for it. Or sometimes it's called Texas caviar and it's like peas, corn, chopped peppers. There's usually some cilantro, lime juice, olive oil involved. And that also got me thinking about queso dips, which you can do the very classic, like turn on your mini slow cooker, put a block of Velveeta and a can of Rotel in there and like serve that as dinner. But I've also had it where someone has cooked like ground meat, ground beef with some taco seasoning and added that on top of it makes it super hearty. And then that makes me think about, like, here's a theory. I'm going to throw this out here. (laughs) Could you turn most of your favorite, like, cheesy soups into dip? Like, can you make broccoli cheddar dip that's sort of like queso? Yeah, sort of like broccoli cheddar soup. (laughs) Yes, totally. I'm here for it. Are you going to try it? I am. Or I'm going to bring us a recipe because I have yet to see it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so cheese pimento dip is the queen of all cheese dips, if you ask me. I wholeheartedly agree. Delish. How about we move into vegetable-based dip recipe ideas? I mean, I like immediately think of spinach and artichoke dip, which is still very cheese adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad thing. It's not. And then like veggie cream cheese is a great dip to get veggies in there. What other... 
veggie dips are there, well, Bella? Does hearts of palm count as a uh, oh, vegetable yeah, dip? It so totally that's does. A, there's that. I've seen a lot of beet dips, and we can look up some recipes and include them in the show notes. Beet hummus, but there's a whole bunch of them. I've seen like carrot dips. Ooh. And like, again, I'm thinking of carrot hummus, but I know that I've seen other stuff. Sweet potato has a beautiful texture that I think could be turned into a really fun dip. Um, Like a curried sweet potato dip. I just made that up, but I feel like that would be delicious. Muhammara is a roasted red pepper and walnut dip that's really delicious. Mm. It's really nice and smoky. That makes me think of romesco. Yeah, similar. Yeah, which is, I think more of as a sauce, but it does have the consistency of dip. Yeah. Yeah, muhammara is usually like Aleppo, or you can use cayenne pepper, like smoky paprika, walnuts, roasted red peppers. It's really delicious. Okay, cheese and vegetables. Let's stick with that theme for a second. The freaking baked feta pasta that TikTok <laughs> made, and then every single person and human on the planet made not, it. I have not yet made it. I've made it, and it's good, actually. So that you can turn into a dip. Actually, I wonder if it'd even be better as a dip, to be honest. I kind of think it might be. You know, but the tomatoes, the little... Garlic, olive oil, add some black olives. I think that it would make a delicious dip. Yes. What about just other bean dips, too? Like, we think of hummus, but then there's, like, classic bean dip, which is kind of refried bean adjacent. We talked about Texas caviar. What about just even, like, black beans with those chopped tomatoes and cucumber and maybe some avocado and corn? Ooh, that sounds delicious. I have a really pointed question to ask you. So I want to know if we're past savory Oh, wait. Dips. We're not yet. Because okay. white bean dip. Oh, white yeah. bean has a really gorgeous texture when you puree it into dips. So I think that's a great bean to play with if you're going to make a bean dip. Yes. Oh, and also feta. I, this was like wildly popular in like 2014. <laughs> But whipped feta? Yes, Where you just take feta and puree it with a little bit of olive oil and herbs and stuff, and then you can dip tons of things into it. Obviously, all those fresh veggies and pita chips, and that would play really well alongside hummus for dinner, too, like hummus and whipped feta on flatbreads would be so delicious. Oh, and we talked about beans and cheese, and no one said seven-layer dip, which is like 100% a meal. (laughs) What is wrong with us? Yes. Yes. Totally. I want that for dinner now. I know, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you were going to move us into sweet dips. I know. Well, which is the question. Is it How do you feel about sweet dips? And can you incorporate sweet dips into family dinner? I'm thinking specifically of these like sweet hummuses that are hitting the market, like brownie hummus, chocolate hummus. I've seen some like cookie dough hummus. I'm very suspect of it, if I'm going to be honest with you. Have you tried any of them? I've only tried a brownie version and it it was fine. We had it with graham crackers. That's how it was packaged. Yeah. My kids liked it. And I don't know. I didn't continue buying it because I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't feel... Like something I want to pick up and put in my cart. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just weird. What is weird. the mental block there is what I wonder because it does seem like they're, they're more and more coming to the market. So people are buying them. There's some nutritional promise there, whether it's real or not. There's, you know, ch- you, most of them are chickpea based. So you're getting a little protein. You're getting lots of fiber. But like 
I can't. I'm not putting them in my cart regularly. I'm not either. But my kids really did like them. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what the block is. And I have to say that a lot of the sweet dips that I see around, s'mores dip, chocolate chip cookie dough dip, like cheesecake cake butter dip. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I It all sounds gross to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's all very dairy heavy. Yeah. So that's just something like it's not, I mean, we eat dairy, but just like, you know, I do want to point out that a lot of dips do call for dairy, but there are a whole bunch that we've mentioned that work for dairy-free families too. And we'll be sure to kind of parse those out in the show notes so that they're easy for vegan and non-dairy families to find. But I don't know, like peanut butter cup cheesecake dip. I don't, that sounds gross to me. Does it sound delicious to you? Kind I don't mean of. to as yuck your yum. Not, I really don't mean to yuck. I was just being like, honest. Just straight, like, just straight up, if they're actually like cheesecake dip and it's not like hummus disguised yes. as cheesecake dip, yes. okay. I'm here for it. And I would, I might occasionally do like a sweet dips for dinner kind of thing. And this gets me thinking about a couple years ago, I did a story for parents on microwave cooking. And one of the things we did was a microwave chocolate fondue where you could serve it with like lots of strawberries, uh, you know, lots of fruit, not a lot of veggies or anything, but for a fun after school snack, which also made me realize we've done this whole dip episode and not once mentioned fondue, which seems like a real bananas. Yeah. Okay, so fondue can be sweet and savory. It can be, yeah. It's delicious. I don't know. I wouldn't do fondue, savory fondue, because Oliver's really picky about cheese. Oh, yeah. So I think I associate some of the stinkier cheeses with cheese fondue, and he's that's a hard pass for him. Yeah, most often very traditional recipes have like Gruyere and very like strong flavored cheeses. And then there's also a little bit of wine to keep it fluid in addition to like any other dairy. And so it can be sort of off-putting for little taste buds for For sure. For sure. You know, the one sweet dip that I really do love is caramel. Caramel Mm. can kind of be a dip. And I used to make this delicious, I called it vegan caramel, you know, but it's it's not really caramel, obviously, but it was a sweet caramel-esque dip made with dates that mm-hmm. my kids loved with fruit. So I like the idea of a sweet dip as a vehicle for serving fruit for dessert. As do I. And it also makes me think of, I know this is getting a little out of dinner territory, but, you know, you can serve dips for other meals for sure, which is this like two ingredient yogurt, peanut butter dip. Sometimes we add a little bit of honey or maple syrup to sweeten it depending on the yogurt we have on hand. But that's like an after school favorite with lots of fruit, graham crackers. Um, We've definitely served it with just like pretzels to dip it in. And I feel like that's one of those dips where... It's sweet for sure, but also because I'm using like full fat Greek yogurt, there's a little bit of protein and fat and then whatever nut butter I incorporate. And that would be a really easy one to veganize too if you have like a favorite vegan yogurt. Yeah, You can use nut butters and like a little maple syrup to sweeten it. Or dates, like we don't talk enough about date syrups and how great those are for sweetening too. So I'm a total hypocrite because I'm sitting here and something has been nagging at the back of my head the whole time because I was like, I feel like when I was running One Hungry Mama, 
I did some sort of sweet dip that it was inspired by my brother-in-law. What was it? What was it? What was it? It just came to me. I developed a Snickers dip. (laughs) (laughs) And it was some creamed, sweet cream cheese situation. And then a thick layer of like caramel sauce on top. And then chocolate on top and chopped nuts. And it was good. It was I mean, that good. seems like a special occasion thing. It was, for sure. For I think sure. we did it for, like, sports season or something. For sports season. For, I don't know. It was, like, every season sports season. Did that make me sound like the least athletic person ever? Because that I might mean, be accurate. I feel like that's a perfect way to end a Didn't I Just Feed You episode <laughs> that's trying to be, like, March Madness adjacent. <laughs> like, we know what the frig we're talking about, and we really don't. At all. You know, for sports season. For sports balls and all that. (laughs) I agree that that seems like the place to stop. So you guys, make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter to get an exclusive recipe. What will it be this week? Brownie hummus or something. Yeah, we've we've mentioned so many ideas here. So you'll have to subscribe to get the newsletter to find out what it is. We also send out a pick of the week every single Friday. You can subscribe at didn'tijustfeedyou.com or follow the link in our Instagram bio. And speaking of Insta, you can find us there and on Facebook as at Didn't I Just Feed You. A reminder that all the real Facebook fun is happening in our private listeners community. The answer to be let in is whiskey. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed until next week. Hey, Oliver. Yep. What's your favorite cheese? Pepper Jack. Oh, no, no, no. Mozzarella. Yeah, mozzarella.